0: Welcome back to the AirL podcast. I'm your host, per usual, Lucas Hsu. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we dove into the best offensive position groups in the NFL and took a week off uh, before I did this one, but now we're back. We're going to talk about d- defensive positional groups in the NFL and making the best ones. We're going to talk about defensive lines, best linebacking group, and the best secondary. And since there's only three of them compared to offense, we, we had QB, tight end, receiver, and offensive line and running back, we had five, we're gonna do the best uh, defensive line, best linebacking, best secondary, but we're also gonna do the best runner-up, so we're gonna have the best runner-up uh, defensive line, the runner-up for the linebackers, and run up for secondary as well, just to add a bit more content to the podcast today. Uh, we're gonna dive right into the defensive line first, uh, the best defensive line in the NFL right now, uh, there's a lot of them, to be honest, actually, there's... A bunch. You have the 49ers, they're a great defensive line. You have the Eagles. Cowboys made a big play in their defensive line. Washington, they made a lot of moves in their defensive line, the addition of Chase Young and free agent, not free in the draft. They have Ryan Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, hopefully developed for them. Uh, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, guys who are really nice inside. Ionitis is really nice. We got a bunch of teams. The Packers, I mean, they got Kenny Clark on there. Uh, there's a bunch of teams who are really nice. To, Defensive lines in the NFL right now. But the team I went with, the team I mentioned already, was uh, Philadelphia Eagles. On their defensive line, they had the likes of Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, who is hurt now, but he'll be back, Malik Jackson, Josh Wet and Fletcher Cox. This defensive line is... The Eagles defensive line is extremely, extremely, extremely good. And not it's not just good or high level defensive line not just a couple of guys who are really good it's they got a bunch of guys who are good. Derek Warnett's is a young guy who is pretty quality guy Brandon Graham is one of the best uh, edge rushers in the NFL from the, his position Javon guy is hurt right now uh, he'll be out for a while but he'll be back and he's a really good player. Luke Jackson is really good. Josh West is a solid uh, rotational guy and Fletcher Cox is probably top 5 defensive tackle in the NFL right now I mean, the top end of the defensive tackle position, you have the likes of, uh, obviously, Aaron Donald, who is maybe the best player in the NFL today. You got guys like Chris Jones, who's an incredible pass rusher and ex quality run stopper for the Kansas City Chiefs. You got Fletcher Cox, who already mentioned. Uh, you got Kenny Clark, who's a, a, one of the best nose tackles in the NFL right now. I mean, you have a freaky... You got Grady Jarrett, who's a really nice defensive tackle for the Falcons. I mean, you have a freaky high level defensive tackle position in the NFL right now. They're just a bunch of guys who are just really, really, really good athletes and really skilled. But Fletcher Cox is right there with them. He may have one of the best bull rushing moves in the NFL right now. He's just going to go right through you and good luck stopping him. I mean, he's so physically strong and explosive and he's just going to knock you on your butt and knock you out of the way and get to the quarterback. He's so good at it. And you got Brandon Graham who's another one of the best uh, defensive linemen in the nfl extremely talented bull rusher extremely talented just all-around kind of guy and he's not gonna rack up a lot of sacks he's not i mean he hasn't i think that's a reason why he he does get recognition as one of the better players in the nfl and one of the better pass rushers in the nfl but he doesn't get a lot of top-tier recognition in the nfl i mean the dude has he's never had more than ten sacks in a season he in he's had three uh five and a half three again five and a half six and a half five and a half nine and a half four and then most recently this past year he had uh eight and a half he's never had that uh incredibly high sack year but what he does do is pressure the quarterback a lot for whatever reason, he doesn't get the sacks, but he still pressures the quarterback, which is still really, really, really valuable for a pass switching unit. People like to say, oh, sacks are the king of stats. Sacks, are, they matter the most. And what They do matter. I mean, I'd rather have a guy sack the QB than pressure him, obviously. I mean, it's going to result in a better place with your defense. But, at the same time, a pressure is more indicative of pass switching skill compared to a sack and I'd rather have multiple pressures through a game than just than one sack through a game because it's it's still gonna affect the QB and it's still really valuable I mean he's a QB hit he does all this stuff and he's such a good defensive end Brandon Graham but he just doesn't get the recognition because he doesn't get the flashy sack stat that uh Aaron Donald get to JJ Watts get and then JJ Watt and Aaron are better than Brandon Graham not making saying that he's on that level but he's still a really, really, really good defensive lineman, defensive end. And then, I mean, obviously I mentioned Derek Barnett, who's a young guy that uh, Philly drifted out of Tennessee a couple years ago, who's developing nicely. Javon Hargrave would have been a really nice addition to the defensive line. He's been hurt for a while, but he'll still be back, as far as I know. Malik Jackson's a really nice player, and Josh Swett's a really nice rotational guy they can put in there. This defensive line is really built really well. I fact, like over the past five years or so the eagles have had one of the best defensive lines in the nfl period they always have you know like a couple of top tier guys like their brandon Graham's and their uh fletcher Coxes of the world and then they always sprinkle in those like quality guys that they have backing them up they can just rotate in every now and then just to bring in some extra help it really allows them to get really creative it allows them to get fresh buys in there and they're just so good at building defensive lines it feels like uh, the defensive line runner-up was the San Francisco 49ers. I mentioned them a little earlier ago. Uh, they are... They went overnight... <laughs> went from like a, a not-great defensive line to... A top-tier, one of the best ones in the NFL. I mean, they other the likes of... Nick Bosa, D. Ford, Eric Armstead, Javon Kinlaw. Now, uh, they did... I think they got a little worse this past year... They traded away Javon Kinlaw, or traded for Javon Kinlaw, essentially, when they traded uh, away DeForest Buckner to the Colts for the Colts' first round pick. And I think Javon Kinlaw is going to be a really nice player in the NFL. He has top-tier defensive tackle position uh, level of play in his future. I mean, I think he's that good of a player. I think he's that talented. And he's an incredible pass rusher. He's a good run-stopper, incredible athlete. But right now, I'd take DeForest Buckner over Javon Kinlaw because he's a more developed player. He's more athletic. He's bigger, stronger, all this stuff. I'm not saying Javon Killen's going to be a bad player because I don't think he will be. I'm very high on him coming into the draft. He's my number one defensive tackle coming into the draft. I thought he was better than Derek Brown. I'll take him earlier than Derek Brown. And I think the 49ers getting him was an absolute steal from them. I think he's going to be a really nice player. Right away, I'm not sure, but in the future he's going to be really nice. And then you got D Ford, who spent a lot of his time in uh, Kansas City. He lands there, he picks up where he left off in Kansas City where he just keeps dominating getting a lot of those pressures, causing havoc in the backfield, and all this. Eric Armstead's the one guy who hasn't really clicked yet for them. He's looked okay. He's okay. I mean, he hasn't really looked like a spectacular players. He's looked okay. The most interesting guy of all these guys has to be Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa was drafted last year by the 49ers after a really, really, really bad season by them. And he's actually the brother of Joey Bosa and there's a little bit of an injury concern with Nick. They're worried about that because of has his Joey and I think he didn't sign right away uh, coming out of camp coming into camp excuse me and people were like is this guy and people knew Nick ball gonna be like a really good player but he's gonna have the ground running people didn't think that people thought uh, give him a year and then he's gonna be that guy he hit the ground running right away I mean he dominated offensive tackles left and right it was it was incredible you usually you don't need rookies usually no matter what the position is do this usually it takes them a year or two to get developed you can get uh adjusted to the nfl level of play because i mean even at a power five school like ohio state where you're playing wisconsin you're playing uh michigan playing penn state playing which of high level teams and ohio state went to the playoffs too in college playoffs you're not playing the level of play you're gonna play in the nfl the guys in college are good, don't get me wrong, but they're not NFL level players. Those guys are just freaks of nature. They're next level guys, especially the starting offensive tackle. For the most part, they are freaks of nature. But Nick Bosa came in there and is like, okay, I got it. And he just destroyed the NFL. I mean, it was something that I, I've seen before, but it was something that I was not expecting at all. He was extremely good for them. And if he could take even like a small step forward, for them, it's taken another step forward. It's a little better. I get a little more consistent in all this. I mean, he's going to be one of the best edge rushers in the NFL in a couple years. I mean, even in a year, he could be one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. He is that good. I mean, the 49ers, they got themselves on a really nice defensive line. Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw, who's a right really, could be, potentially be a really, really, really good defensive tackle in the NFL. Better than Derek Brown in Carolina. D. Ford, incredible edge rusher, incredibly from the outside, and Eric Armstead, who can hopefully turn it into something. Hopefully, So the best defensive line is the Eagles. Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrave, Malik Jackson, Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, and the runner-up for that is uh, Nick Bosa, Kenlaw D. Ford, and Eric Armstead from the 49ers. Next up, we get the linebackers. This one was an interesting one for me because there's a lot of different ways. I could have gone with this one because there's a lot of different groups in the NFL and there's, it's not there's not a lot of highly highly talented ones for me I think I didn't think there's a lot of I or, or just wasn't a team that was like yep that's the team because this one there's a lot of solid teams like you got the Seahawks with Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright uh, you got the Cowboys with Van Vanderich and Jalen Smith you got the Bucks. you got uh, the Texans are kind of nice and the Colts have Darius Leonard, who's re- really nice there. There's a bunch of them. Raiders made a nice move with uh, Kwiatkowski and Littleton Free Agency this year. All these guys, Dion Jones and the Falcons, they have a nice couple guys there. I mean, Diego McCarron's okay. The Vikings, they have uh, Kendricks and Anthony Barr. There's a bunch of teams who have a, really, uh, like a good linebacking group, but no team like stands out above the rest. There's no team where you can go... That's the team. They have the best linebacking group in the NFL and all that stuff. You can't. There's no team that has that. But ultimately, I went with the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys have two really, really nice linebackers in... Uh... <laughs> I'm getting in my mind right now. Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith are two of the younger linebacker group, linebackers in the NFL in general. Van is a little older than Jalen Smith here and but both are really really I think nicest all-around linebackers I mean there's not very much to say about them besides they were really nice in their rookie year really really good Van Ash exploded in the scene he looked incredible Jalen Smith blew up in his rookie year too he looked incredible and they did take a little bit of a step back uh during the 2019 season, they missed a little bit more tackles. They didn't look as good in coverage. They didn't look as good in run-stopping and all this stuff. So they took a they regressed a little bit. But I still think, I still really believe in these guys. They look really, really good in 2018, the rookie year. I think in 2019, I mean, 2019, excuse me, 2020, if the season even happens, I think they can really just look, look like the best linebacker group in the NFL again they're so young so good they get so much potential in the world uh they got a good defensive line around them they have the likes of everson griffin and a bunch of these guys alden smith with them i think they can take the next step forward uh in their development they can be i mean they can be that team where they are the clear number one I, before i even started talking about linebackers uh i said how there wasn't a clear number one because there's not but if Jalen Smith and Vannery can take that another step forward and get back on track developing-wise and driving, developing in the right direction, I think they can be that wow, watch out for that team kind of a group. Uh, the backup, or let's the, the get the runner-up we have for the linebackers is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a team that nobody really thinks about when they think about, Buc- uh, think about Buccaneers, think about linebackers, honestly. But uh, they have some interesting guys on that team. They have the likes of uh, Devin White who when he came out of uh, LSU, people were like this guy is a really, really, really good linebacker. He's going to be the next guy. He's good. He has incredible athleticism. He's extremely fast. Like sideline to sideline kind of guy. He was a quality blitzer at LSU. He's quality in coverage. He's a decent tackler. He had all the traits he wanted in a linebacker. and The Buccaneers got him as the 8th pick or whatever. Yeah, uh, like I just looked at uh, 40. up, have hit a 4.42 speed. His linebacker is incredible. It's really, really, really fast as linebacker. He's moving. He's hauling out there. But he does not look as good as people thought he's going to be in the NFL. He's missed a decent amount of tackles. He's not great, great in coverage. He kind of just looked lost out there. He's a little slower to react. To routes developing, he's just not the guy you kind of wanted. But I still believe him. He still has a legit potential. You got Jack Cicci. Who was a quality guy for most of his career. But uh, injuries got caught up with him. Got Kendall Beckwith. Another okay guy. I think you got the Buccaneers have a bunch of okay guys. And Devin White could be a really good guy. Who I loved him. I think he would potentially be a really good one. And then they have one of the best linebackers in the NFL. In Levante David. Levante David by far is, yeah my, my, by far, but he is probably my favorite linebacker in the NFL. I mean, he was like top three linebackers in the NFL to me, with Luke, and Luke Keekly was still around. Now he's got to be top two. I mean, you had Luke Keekly, Bobby Wagner, and Levante David the number of the top three guys. Now that Keekly's gone, now it's on a two. Him and Bobby Wagner. I think Bobby Wagner is really, 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 really good. Incredible in coverage. Great run stopper. Almost, I've never missed a tackle. There's a one year where I think he didn't miss a tackle the whole season. He took the playoffs where he missed one. And then you got Levante David. I think Levante David is really good, really smart, really intelligent. Uh, knows how to run, stop the run. But where I love him the most is his freaky coverage ability. And it's not that he's just sprinting around the field, the kid is a, like he's a player Madden where he's just running around. He, he does look like that occasionally. But he's also his intelligence. Like, he can read so many routes at the same time. It's incredible. He can read, uh, okay, I got route developing behind me. I got a crosser behind me. I got the slant in front of me. And he's just so good in zone coverage. He's so intelligent. He can break off a route and uh, go into another route and, uh, behind him with his incredible athleticism, incredible intelligence, and vision. And you can just play so many different guys at the same time. And it's like, who can do that in the NFL? And I think it's just Levante David, maybe Bobby Wagner. It's about it. Levante David is the best... The best coverage linebacker in the NFL, probably. The dude's a freak. And the only guy who I can think compare them coverage-wise would be Bobby Wagner, who's really good in coverage, too. And uh, Corey Littleton, who's also a freak of nature in coverage, who I really love. But Levante David is like a freak of nature kind of guy. And if you know, Devin White can develop into a, a good player for them, like a good linebacker, I'm not saying you need to jump from below average to great. I'm saying like a below average guy to a good player. I mean, this is going to be a really good linebacking group, especially if Jack good, you can get healthy again. I really like this linebacking group that Tampa Bay's built uh, down there. Next up is a the secondary. There's a lot of nice uh, secondaries out there right now. I mean, you got a bunch of them. With the likes of the, I mean, you got... Patriots, Stefan Gilmore, and JC Jackson are two nice corners. McCordy brothers, are, <clears throat> excuse me, Devin McCordy's there. Stegos have a low key nice one. Uh, Mike Hilton, Stephen Nelson, Joe Hayden, Terrell Edmonds. Not the best, but <laughs> Mike is there now to help them out. But to me, there's only about two teams who can be in the number one spot for the best secondary in the NFL. I think the number one team is the Los Angeles Chargers and number two is the Baltimore Ravens. The Chargers have the likes of Chris Harris Jr., who they just acquired from the Broncos and free agency, who's arguably one of the best slot corners in the NFL. Desmond King, who is an incredibly smart zone coverage corner. Casey Hayward, who is maybe one of the best corners in the NFL and has shown that he can be one of the best corners in the NFL, period, on the outside. Then they got Derwin James who's probably one of the best safeties in the NFL, probably one of the most versatile safeties in the NFL, better than Jamal Adams, and versatile-wise. And then they have Nasir Adderley, who kind of didn't have the best rookie season, but is incredible free safety. This Los Angeles Chargers secondary is the best in the NFL. Chris Harris Jr., Desmond King, Derwin James, Casey Hayward, and Nasir Adderley. That is an elite level secondary. You've got Chris Harris Jr. in the slot. Desmond King playing like a safety kind of a role. Derwin James playing wherever the hell you want him to play because he's a, an incredibly just versatile safety. And you can see Hayward Jr. on the outside. The only small weakness they have is at the other outside cornerback position. And honestly, you could put Chris Harris Jr. there if you want to. It's an elite level. Secondary. The only other team who I think compete with them is the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens have the likes of Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, and Jimmy Smith. The Ravens did have Earl Thomas on that team too, playing a free safety role and using him as a blitzer. The only team that used him as a blitzer. But now that he got cut with the incident with Chuck Clark, things are a little, uh, different there and both were now they still have one of the best defensive secondaries in the NFL with the likes of Marcus Peters who's an incredible playmaking corner, Martin Humphrey who is incredible in man coverage and incredible in general and Jimmy Smith but after the Earl Thomas news of him being cut I had to give the nod to the Chargers. Chris Harris Jr. is still probably one of the best slot corners in the NFL and incredibly talented Derwin James is my favorite safety in the NFL, and I think he's the best safety in the NFL because of its incredible versatility. Desmond King's an incredible player, with incredible zone coverage ability, and incredible overall and could be, probably play safety for them this year. And Casey Hayward is one of the better outside corners in the NFL right now, too. The versatility they have on this team right now, with the likes of Casey Hayward, Desmond King, Derwin and all of them, and Astaire Adderley, and the free safety. They have so many guys who can fill so many different roles for them. I think the Chargers have the best secondary. It makes them the best. The fact that they can put this I really they were going deep. You can put Derwin in the slot, or you can put him outside. You can put cover tight end. You can have Desmond King playing corner, or you can have him playing safety. Chris Harris Jr. can play outside corner. You can play. In, you can play slot. They can do so many different things and throw so many different looks at you. Yes, I think, it makes the Chargers the best one, best team. The Ravens may have the better cornerbacks with Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, and uh, Jimmy Smith. But I think the Chargers versatility and the ability to throw multiple different looks at you, I think it weighs out in the favor of the Chargers. I mean, it's saying the Ravens are are just this terrible secondary because they're not. They're right there with the Chargers. I think it's 1A Chargers, 1B Ravens. And in next season, I think the Ravens do the possibility of being a better secondary than Chargers. I think right now, the Chargers are the best secondary in the NFL. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Uh, that's going to be all today. Uh, not a lot much NFL news going on right now. But thank you for listening to the podcast. Again, go follow the podcast, uh, Twitter account, at Pod. Go follow my personal account, at LucasU2. Please review, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. Five stars, please, and thank you. Thanks for listening again, guys. See you later.